0: I'm Dick Summer, and it's time to say goodnight. This is a quiet place to rest your head. A safe place to hide a hurting heart. A gentle place to fall. We just call this place goodnight. Sacred excrement. I knew this was going to happen eventually, but it knocked me right out of my big manly comfortable black leather papa chair in my living room anyway this just in seriously quote a vancouver buildings council has blocked the lease of a restaurant property to the fish and chips chain moby dick on the grounds that quote dick is an offensive word The restaurant chain says the name has literary significance and does not refer to male genitalia. (laughs) Dick is not an offensive word. Dick is my name. I am occasionally not offensive. Dick was also my dad's name. It's my name and it's also the name of a couple of other reasonably unoffensive guys I know. I figured this would eventually happen because that's where we're going. We are becoming a a win or whine society. First there was the famous N-word. And doesn't that sound weird to you when some well-dressed, well-paid, fantastically famous newscaster is reporting on a a serious story with a straight face and he's talking about Senator so-and-so who shocked his audience by using the N-word shocked I tell you (laughs) by the way in case you don't realize shocked I I tell you is a very funny quote it was said by a corrupt cop in the old black-and-white Bogart movie called Casablanca the cop in question is closing a nightclub because he has just supposedly found out there is illegal gambling going on as he is saying I am shocked shocked I tell you that there is gambling going on here One of the employees comes up to him with his evening's winnings. (laughs) But, of course, he is shocked. Shocked, I tell you, that there is illegal gambling going on. Sacred excrement. And, by the way, look up sacred excrement in your favorite thesaurus, and you will be shocked. Shocked, I tell you. I have found that when somebody is so outrageously shocked, there is usually more genuine schlock than genuine shock involved. The N word is code for the word nigger. See, I said it and the sky has not fallen. It is a word that is often used in a derogatory sense by someone who is genuinely stupid and has no idea that the word is just as stupid as he is. But that's not always true either, it's complicated. I have a couple of black friends, Mark and Charlene are their names, and they sometimes also use the word to describe somebody who is doing something that could be described as excremental, regardless of that person's physical color. Mark and Charlene are very smart, polite, highly educated people. They're not shocked by that word. In fact, they're, they're using it in a sophisticated sense. And you know what? They don't mind my using it that way either. The word itself is Stupid because it's an obvious misspelling of the name of a country in Africa. And on that subject, African-American is the currently acceptable name for an American person who is black, and that's stupid too. Africa is a continent. America is a country. And if you came to my house for a cookout, you would meet at least four people who are black Americans, who have less of an ancestry in Africa than I do, and my family is mostly of German descent. <laughs> Three of my black friends have Hispanic roots, and another had a, a great-grandpappy, I guess, from some obscure island in the Pacific. And speaking of the unspeakable, how about the F-word? The late, great Johnny Carson had a guest who had a huge reputation as a ladies' man one night. Guest's name was Bert Reynolds. Remember him? Bert Reynolds was wearing a varsity sweater with a letter F on it. Johnny gave him that famous Carson double take look and he said i didn't know they gave varsity letters for that." Digs to tails, a bunch of totally unimportant stuff for you to stuff in one ear, so you can squeeze the shocking stuff in your life that's keeping your blood pressure registering in four digits out the other ear, and you can grab a grin and win. A farmer in France tried to scare away a group of nudists who were throwing nightly parties in his fields by leaving his bulls out at night. But to his surprise, the bulls refused to attack. I figured that more than likely that was because they thought, uh, you know, the nudists were just harmless animals who were not after the ladies who were safely tucked away in the barn. So why bother, you know? Big Louie, the head guy in my book, Staying Happy, Healthy, and Hot, available at Amazon.com, shameless plug. Big Louie says that means the next time you're confronted with a lot of bull, just take your clothes off. You'll probably be all right. By the way, that does not apply to you, Lady Wonder <laughs> If the answer is, because they can't talk dirty, what is the question? You don't know, do you? Of course not. I haven't told you yet, but I'll tell you in a minute. If the answer is, because they can't talk dirty, what is the question? All right, it says here that the longest earthworm ever found was 22 feet from head to tail. Wow. You could go fishing for whales with a worm like that. Yeah, I know whales are mammals, but tell that to the guys at the Moby Dick restaurants in Vancouver. Which also brings up the question of how can you tell the difference between the head and the tail of an earthworm? I mean, is one possibly better groomed than the other? I don't know. Here's one. The latest U.S. Census shows that there are 43,429,000 single men in America and 53,133,000 single women, which means there are 9,704,000 more single women than single men. And some guys I know have tried explaining to their girlfriend that it's just kind of a patriotic public service for single guys to have more than one girlfriend, so the excess 9,704,000 women will have someone to keep them company on Saturday nights. (laughs) That is male logical, but it doesn't work, guys. All right, if the answer is because they can't talk dirty, the question is, what is the main reason dogs pant? Because they can't talk dirty. down, boy. Dicks the tales, they take your mind off your mind. Little housekeeping here. If you like these podcasts or my spoken word story CDs at DickSummer.com or my book, Staying Happy, Healthy, and Hot, available at Amazon.com, please tell a couple of friends, will you? Because they might like them too, and you would be doing me a big favor. Thank you very much. You know, people don't pay enough attention to the words that they're saying. And that's true of even famous poets. I have a friend who sent me an email yesterday with a quote from famous poet Ralph Waldo Emerson. Ralph Waldo Emerson says, quote, A man is what he thinks about all day. Wrong. If I were what I think about all day, I would become a very scantily clad woman who has a habit of showing up at my place every time it rains, with a wet face from the rain, a warm smile from the heart, and a little time and a a big inclination to spend some quality time with me. The rain drops in smoky silver streaks. It pops umbrellas, waves windshield wipers. It hunches shoulders and squeezes up cheeks, painting jack-o'-lantern smiles on everybody's face. The rain splashes sparkling electric drops it scatters crowds into doorways like billiard balls breaking for side pockets it dissolves taxi cabs and polishes buildings the rain ticks time against windows it makes holy water and mixed drinks it clogs salt shakers and streets delaying dinners the rain came Flushing the bus fumes and factory smoke down the sewers, washing the air, glittering bright. The rain came, filling lakes, rusting high-rise steel into dust, unwinding nerves and uncurling air. The rain came, drowning out the city's tears and noise, growing quiet things in sidewalk cracks. And then you came out of the rain. Your face was all wet and laughing. You were running, almost dancing in the door. You were dropping dripping clothes like colored puddles all the way up the stairs behind you, flinging fragrance from your rain-washed hair. You came out of the rain, spinning into my big towel bathrobe like a laughing hurricane. Your heart was pounding from excitement and running and you were slippery and shivering from the rain. Whirling around, wrapped in my bathrobe with me, tangling your toes in my hairy legs, rubbing against me to get warm. Rubbing together makes fire, even in the rain. We were rubbing fire in the rain, spinning a laughing hurricane in spurts and waves, like time and tide and love. We came together laughing and gasping, I love you. But even hurricanes come in sections with a place to rest in between, just a few moments for gathering a second wind. So lie quiet now. Gather strength with me, satisfied and still. Feel us tangled together, drenched and grateful, like survivors tossed on the beach by a lucky wave. We have just a few moments for me to rest my fingers in the small hollows of your back. Just a few moments for us to watch the smoky silver streaks outside and breathe the glittering air. I can already feel storm warnings rising in me again. The tiny hairs on your thighs are curling under my fingers and your hips begin that slow and rhythmic sliding. Counting the last few seconds ticking against the window and Out of the rain that night the story is called the rain it's from my love and touch spoken word CD if you like it you can just keep this podcast or if you want a fresh copy want back to Dick check out the love and touch icon on the home page so we have the n-word the f-word And now the D word. Pretty soon we'll be running out of letters for new words that we can't say. Dick is not an offensive word. No, Dick is my name. I am occasionally not offensive. Let's be consistent here. Dick was also my dad's name. Dick is my name and the name of a couple of other reasonably unoffensive guys I know but you know what i figured this would eventually happen because that's where we're going this is becoming a win or wine society so here's a suggestion if you feel you are in danger of being shocked and offended by something i might say just pick up your smartphone and call wine one